I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey, Helena, I'm so happy to have you on the show today. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm great. So let's get to know you a little bit better because I know this is a new thing for you. And normally in your business, you're the behind the scenes person. Um, so let's get to know Helena and how you, like, what's your story? You have a really interesting story about how you even got into your business. So can you give us like kind of a overview of like where you came from, where you started and your journey into your business that you have now? Yeah. So, um, I started off like wanting to climb the corporate ladder. I mean, that's kind of my entire life. That's kind of what I've been groomed to do. My parents always worked in corporate. So that's like really the only thing I've ever known. I've never even thought like entrepreneurship could be, um, an option for me or for anybody. I thought it was just like, like a scam. Like, you know, you can start your own business and make money online or offline. Like that just, it just, it wasn't even something that was fathom, fathomable to me. So um, I graduated from college, Queens, uh, up here in uh, Kingston, Ontario. And then I went to work in corporate, like, you know, what I thought my life would be. And I thought I would just keep climbing the ladder from analyst to consultant to manager or whatever the job titles are. And in my path of doing that, um, so I, you know, wanted to become like a manager at where I was working. And so um, they were telling me that in order to do so, you need to get your certifications. You need, you need to get your management certifications to do so. And so to get my promotion. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get certified. And in the process of getting those certification, I just realized, wow, all the study material was really expensive. And, you know, I had to pay for a lot of that out of, out of pocket. Um, and I just realized when I was going through, I was like, this material isn't even really that great. And so I was like, um, after I got my certifications, like I can really teach people um, a better way of getting these certifications. And so um, I thought, oh, I graduated from business school. So um, this should be a walk in the park, you know? <laughs> And then I was in for a rude awakening that, you know, business in real life is like nothing that you learn in business school. Um, and I really just spent my first year really struggling. Um, I tried like pretty much every business model under the sun. I tried to like just write articles and monetize it with AdSense. Um, I tried um, affiliates. I've tried live training. I tried online training. I've tried offline training and nothing was working. And then by, um, by faith, one day, um, I was actually on my way walking to work. And um, there was like a cafe, I was walking by a cafe. And in there was uh, Bruce, um, got his last name, actually, but he's one of the dragons from Dragon's Den, which is like the Canadian version, I'm Canadian, by the way, um, which is a Canadian version of Shark Tank. Okay. It was one of the, the, the dragons, sharks, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
on the show. And I just saw him sitting there having his coffee. And so I was like, oh, that's what he's like. Uh, and then I was like, um, and then part of me was just like, no, we have to go to work, just keep walking. And then another part of me was like, oh, this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> so next time I'm going to see just like another shark sitting in a cafe having its morning coffee. So I did like a U-turn and then I went back into that coffee shop and I, and I just went up to him. I'm like, are you Bruce? And then he was like, yes. And then, you know, he was really nice. He even took a selfie with me and I talked to him for a while. I was like, look, I've um, really just uh, been really wanting to start my own business. I've been at this for a year. You know, I've already put in 5,000 of my own money. This is going nowhere. Um, at that time, it was like my life savings. And then they just clicked to me. Like at that second, I was like, hey, what if I just offer the lowest price? Like, what if I just offer the lowest price? Like, I don't care, you know, all the consequences that goes with it. I just want a foot in the door. I just want to start teaching. I just want some students to start with. Um, and then... Uh, when I went home that night, um, I posted in some ads and um, on Kijiji actually, uh, which is like the Canadian version of Craigslist for uh, project management training. And I just put one ninety nine. I was like, if someone buys it, I'll figure out the location and all the logistics. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna offer project management training in Toronto for one ninety nine for two days. So it's like, like the absolute lowest price anyone will ever see and then it took about two three weeks and I had six people sign up so that's kind of how I made my first thousand dollars from that but then once that happened I live in downtown Toronto so if you know anything about downtown Toronto it's super expensive so a thousand dollars is not even going to cover a classroom for like one day so I had to get kind of creative there when I made my sales I couldn't just give up I was like I worked way too hard to give up now you know so <laughs> I got a little creative did a whole bunch of calling investigating to all sorts of venues some venues even calling me for like three thousand dollars a day so in the end what I ended up doing was I got creative and I rented out the party room <laughs> in my condo actually um, for a hundred bucks a day do uh, my training so it was a little unconventional people were like I'm going into a condo for training <laughs> it works uh, it's so yeah so that was kind of how I got started it was very humble beginnings condo room and some Kijiji ads and um, I mean fast forward today so it's been six and a half years now just kind of like stuck with it I honestly think that's I can give someone one tip, that would be it. Just stick with it and through the good and the bad and somehow you come out the other end. And six and a half years later, you know, I built this into a seven people, you know, seven figure business just happened to be sevens, but <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing. Lucky sevens, right? <laughs> that's, that's really, really awesome and inspiring because you started out like for a whole year you weren't getting anywhere with it and you felt that and you're like, this, is this ever going to work? And I see people all the time. They're like, oh, I've been doing this for a few months and I haven't made any money. <laughs> and you went through it for a whole year and, you know, many, many other people do that too. But it's just, it goes to show like you, just because it's not working in the beginning, you just maybe need to have a different perspective. And like what you did, you had this like epiphany come to you, like, oh, I just need to sell it cheaper and get the ball going. Cause then what happened after that, after you sold it for super cheap and yeah. you were able to teach these people, how were you able to 
then raise it to the level you wanted it to be. Yeah. So, um, when it was 199, um, I kind of started having like really bad customers come in and, and then that's kind of the downside of having the lowest prices. You're also kind of like attracting the worst people. Like there was some and very entitled, um, people that like, just felt like they can, cause they pay me for one class, then they can just come to any other class in the future. No, <laughs> yeah, and then um, one lady told me that I didn't know how to run a business in Canada because I was Asian, and so it was just like really, I mean, at that time, like that was like a really mean remark that really um, hurt me. Yeah. Even today, like I'm still talking about it because you know it definitely did have an impact on me at that time, and I was like, okay, you know, it's time to kind of raise. Uh, my prices on top of that like i was working five days a week at corporate then i was teaching for two days and then i was going back to work again for um another five days so when i'm teaching then that means like i'm really working 12 hours i mean not 12 hours 12 days with no break and on top of that you know on those um Kijiji craigslist ads um i just had it linked to my cell phone so people were calling my cell phone and then so I had all the description in the ad but then they would call and then they would ask all sorts of questions and then I would then get their info and sign them up um so each of those calls were about half an hour on average and then they may or may not buy after that so it probably takes three to four calls before the person actually buys so it was a, like a lot of time commitment and I remember like sometimes like I was like sneaking out of my cubicle to take these calls don't tell ex-bosses <laughs> to take these calls and it was just it was it had a really big toll on me and I, I just um so I did it for a, actually about a year yeah it's like running one of these live classes uh, once a month then it came to my second epiphany was when I read the book called E-Myth by the way great book if anyone wants to re read it and I felt exactly like the key character in E-Myth um if you read that book she, uh, the author talks about Sarah who's a baker and how she um you know was a really great baker so she thought that she could run her own bakery but once she started running her own bakery she just ended up doing everything she did the baking she did the cashier she did like the janitor work, she did all the financials, she, she did everything. So she essentially found the worst job in the world for herself instead of actually being a business owner, which is where you learn to delegate. So um, that kind of brought me to my second epiphany was when I realized, okay, I either need to shut this down or restructure this business completely to be more automated because I can't keep living this life because I just like, I'm just working so much all the time and it was really burning me out. So um, that was when I decided to move the business online and I recorded um, my court, my uh, uh, project management training courses um, digitally. And um, instead, so, and I also noticed that like just from answering calls for an entire year that people were kind of asking me pretty repetitive questions. I was like, hey, I can really um, kind of answer all the FAQs in one place because they're kind of just asking the same questions over and over again. So I was like, hmm, let me create a webinar so I can talk to all of these people all at once. And if they want to know more about what's in the course, I can just direct them to this video. So that's when I started my first webinar. Now um, I do webinars on really, really regular 
um, bases and it's a really core part of, um, of my business. So you stick to doing live webinars? Yeah, that came to the third year. So for the entire third year, I did, I did it once or twice a month live for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tested different things. Yeah. Uh, different things to teach, different copies, different sales pitches. Yeah. <laughs> By no means was my journey like smooth sailing or easy. It was just a lot of up and downs. And um, even, you know, I think the only reason I kind of got through it was because I didn't know how hard it was. I was like, really naive. Um, when I actually started, I felt like after first month, I was like, yeah, I'm going to hit 10 K a month by next month. It'll be easy. Don't worry. It's online thing. Totally piece of cake. You know, <laughs> I think it was that level of innocence and naivety that actually helped me. Cause I always thought it was going to be easy. So every time I hit roadblock and I got over it and I'm like, you know, this is it. Like, this is the last thing without knowing that like, Oh, you have another three years. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but if I knew I had that much time before I actually see, I don't know if I would have been able to follow through and actually do it. Yeah. If someone came up to you and they're like, you'll have a semi-successful business in three years, it'd be like, no, I don't want that road. <laughs> but yeah. if, yeah, you're right. If it's just like, it's, it's, um, just taking it that little step by step, a little bit at a time, you just keep pushing through and you can eventually get there. If you just stick with it, like with what you said in the beginning, yeah. 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 So you, um, so now your business model is you use webinars to sell people on your online course, which is teaching them, um, how to be a project manager, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. For, um, I should also mention like it's more project managers, um, for like corporate fortune 500 kind of companies. Um, so it's a little bit different from doing project management, maybe if you're at a startup kind of scene. Yeah. Or like trying to do project management for a solopreneur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely different. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have next for you? What are you working toward right now? Yeah. So um, currently we are working towards um, offering more live classes to our students. Um, we notice that a lot of our, cl- our students really like the live experience. Um, so before I was just doing you know, kind of like bi-weekly calls on different topics regarding related to project management. And that was really well received. So we're launching more live um, training programs in the future. And that will be a huge focus for me in 2020 as well. That sounds awesome. So live, like live, but still online or like live and in person, live online? Live online, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think that I... I usually love the atmosphere and the yeah. culture surrounding live online stuff because it makes you show up and it makes you like, Oh, this is happening now. Like I need to be present and focused now. And yeah. I think that, that it helps get a little bit more out of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that's uh, some things I'm looking forward to doing more. Yeah. So I have a question, another question for you. So as you were building this business, you were working full time and building this business, how were you able to, I mean, you, you already mentioned that you would, you know, would do calls, leave your cubicle, go do calls and stuff like that. Um, do you have any other tips that you learned along the way of how to get 
the things done that you need to get done. Like with whether yeah. you, people are working full-time and running your business or they're like a full-time parent and trying to run a business, like it's kind of all the same. You're trying to balance all that has to be done. So do you have any tips, um, especially because you come from a project management mindset um, yeah. on how to streamline processes and just trying to help people manage time better? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely a challenge when you're starting out um, to kind of like try to get everything off the ground. I've seen people who just, I've seen people who quit their job way earlier than I have. So it took me about four years before of doing this before I actually felt comfortable enough to uh, quit my job. So I definitely kind of quit my job at later stages, which came with pros and cons. The pro was that I had um, had over six months of savings saved up before I even left my job. So, and I left on really good terms with the company that I was working for. So I knew that, you know, I'm going to give this entrepreneur thing a try um, full time. And if it doesn't work out, I can always go back. So I would always like recommend that don't just, you know, burn the bridge with your current boss, right? When you're leaving, like the chances of it working out, just statistically speaking is pretty low. It might be you know, 10% or less of someone's business taking off. So, you know, my first advice is definitely don't burn that bridge. And I'm really glad it kind of took a safe route in a way because, you know, throughout my entire um, journey, it like I had to work more, but I self-funded the entire way. So whatever money I was making from my job, I invested it into my business. With that, I was able to not take a penny from any investors, which now works out for me because all because that the business did take off and I still own a hundred percent of the business, which is you know really great. And I only invested like the money that I made back into the business. Like I had to be like very careful with my spending. And I know that still didn't really answer your question, which is like time management. Truth is I didn't always manage my time that well. <laughs> I know, even for um, so it was always kind of like a juggling ball, and it really depended on the day that it was in to prioritize a task. Um, a lot of times, I just found hacks at work. So I found ways to write some reports quicker. Like I used macros and BBA and Excel to speed up a lot of the things I was doing in my day job but I didn't really tell them that I did that. So with the extra time I had, like I just, you know, was writing some blog posts at work or some ad copy at work and that kind of thing. So just kind of getting really efficient on my, um, with my work. Um, you know, I was always like, just kind of like did the deliverables. I was responsible at work. Um, but I guess, um, my, like the trade-off was I never really went to try to be like the A plus employee kind of thing because I was investing um, that extra time that I had. So I did all the work, I did it well, but I never tried to go the extra step to uh, do something extra. And I just kind of, if I ever had time at work, I was working a bit on my business. So it'd be like proposal number one, blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, Join this project management class <laughs> on that document, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how um, I found time to work on my business while I'm my job, but I, you know, I might not should, might not have. <laughs> Basically the moral of the story is streamline where you can and take any time that you can really like any amount of time you can create by 
shortening the process of other things, then that allows you to have to be able to do all the things that you've been um, yeah. committed to do. Yeah, it's a truth, but it's a little bit of a controversial. <laughs> <laughs> but you were a good employee and you got all the stuff done that you needed to. <laughs> Yeah, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Do you have any other thoughts that you want to share before we end this interview? Okay. Um, no, I was just saying like, you know, just be persistent. Um, if you're trying to start a business and going down this path, um, I had a uh, very unconventional path. Um, when I started, like there was no one that, you know, really looked like me, like, you know, young Asian, you know, and you know, I also didn't really identify with the people um, who were starting online businesses because you know, I didn't drop out of school or that kind of thing. You know, I had a really great college education and I worked in corporate. Um, so it just, it felt very lonely in the beginning because um, no one really got me. And even in like, didn't really fit into the stereotypical entrepreneur Um field and I wasn't really teaching people how to make money or make courses or anything like that. So it just didn't feel like there was really anyone that looked like me. Um, and then, you know, as I kind of expanded my business, I kind of realized that actually became my strength. Um, I actually turned what used to be like a really big insecurity and fear into one of my um, key strengths. And differentiators now. And I think that's one thing that really makes me different today. And I hope just more people see that even if you don't fit into the traditional mold or whatever you want to call it, just be persistent and, you know, you'll find your value proposition and your little space and in, in the internet. Awesome. Thank you. I love that so much. And I love all of the, just your story, just hearing your story, I think is going to be so encouraging and inspirational to people. Um, and just to keep going and be persistent and be consistent. And, um, yeah, it's really, really awesome to get to know you better and to learn more about your journeys. Helena, if someone wants to learn more about what you do and maybe become a project manager themselves, where can they go to learn more? Yeah, they can visit um, my website at www.examspm.com. So we spell like you take the exams or E-X-A-M-S or PM.com. Perfect. And we'll put a link to that and the book that you mentioned, E-Myth, in the show notes. You guys can go find it there. Thank you so much, Helena, for being on the show with me today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. Now, have you ever wished that you could have a funnel builder or funnel designer on demand at your call whenever you needed them? Well, I want to invite you to go check out profunneldesigns.com where you can get a funnel builder for your team for a flat monthly fee and get whatever you need done anytime you need it. If you have existing funnels that need some optimization and redesigning. If you need new funnels built, then we can get new funnels built for you. And if you are just needing someone to manage what you already have going, then we can help with that as well. So head on over to profunneldesigns.com and check out what we can do for you.